Well, welcome to another session of Winning Words, where we speak life and we do so to influence others. This is Ross Gelseth, your host, and today I'm excited to speak to you about an expression that I heard several weeks ago. And the expression was, in challenging times, follow faith. So today's topic, follow faith, I'm going to speak to you about in the context of the lives that you and I live. Now, when things are going very, very well, we just roll along and things are good, we're feeling good. It really doesn't take too much of a faith factor at that point. Because again, we're rolling downhill. Everything's as we want it. Life is good. What could go wrong here? But let me challenge your thinking in that trials and tribulations will come. Trials and tribulations will come. We are not guaranteed yellow flowers along the path of life, all in full bloom, little breeze in the air, sunshine in the sky, and life is great every day. We're just not guaranteed that. And in fact, as much as we would love to have that every day, I would assure you that trials and tribulations, challenges will come. And when they do come, we have opportunity to overcome. So let's focus on this follow faith concept. Follow faith really becomes an instrument of believing in victory, believing for good, and doing so during times of challenges. Maybe it's overcoming addiction. Maybe it's needing victory over wants. You're not content. You're constantly looking for more, needing more. You have wants. And you need victory over wants. Sometimes we need victory over our past because we keep repeating some of the same behaviors that you and I know we don't like, but they're in our past and they keep coming back. So we need victory over our past. And sometimes in life, and I think this is really true in a large percentage of, of thought patterns and our own self-talk is we, be, we must believe in victory to overcome our own doubts. Now, let me uh, use this analogy. Little League Baseball. A boy or a girl walks up to the plate with a bat. There's a player on the other team called a pitcher. The boy or girl who's at bat needs to overcome. They've got to believe that when that ball is pitched, they've got to believe what? That they're going to hit the ball. And they have to overcome any doubt about hitting the ball, where the ball might be. Is it a curveball? Is it a fastball? Is it a sinker? Is it a changeup? 
irregardless of what it is, we've got to be able to believe in victory over our doubts. Now, we must believe in victory in the most difficult of times. I want to give you, I learned a lot coaching football over the course of 35 years. And part of what I learned was from firsthand experience. In 1985, I was in my first season as the head football coach at the University of Puget Sound, Tacoma, Washington. And we had had a great season and we were playing our last game of the year. A game we were favored to win against Whitworth College. But you know what? On that late fall afternoon, we weren't experiencing yellow flowers with a light breeze and sunshine along the path. In fact, with less than 10 minutes to go in the game, our logger team was behind 28 to 7. That's a lot of points to have to make up in less than 10 minutes of a game, particularly when we hadn't been playing well and they seemed to have done everything right. But our players, particularly our seniors, it was their last home game. They believed in victory even in that most difficult time. And you know what? In the course of the next eight minutes, we went from being behind 28 to 7 to scoring four touchdowns and winning the football game 35 to 28. We must believe in victory in the most difficult times. Here we were, a group of 19 to 22-year-old young men and a young coaching staff, and I was in my first year as a head coach at the college level. We were behind by a bunch with not very much time to go. But our people believed in victory. Our defense believed in our offense. Our offense believed in our defense. Our defense and offense believed in our kicking game. And we win the football game, 35-28. to 28. Another illustration of following faith. How many times in life have you been knocked down? Maybe more than you really want to count. But you know what's most important? Is how many times you got back up when in fact you were down. Part of being down can be an abundance of fear, uncertainty. Do I get back up or not? Or will I just get knocked down again? And here too, letting faith overcome that fear. And letting faith be the means by which you put your hands on the ground, you push yourself back up, you stand back up in faith, and you do so knowing that you're going to overcome whatever it is that's there to push at you again. Faith overcoming fear. Now, let's look, let's just get down to the nitty gritty, so to speak. When we talk about following faith, what about that word faith? Let me give you some synonyms, so to speak, 
for the word faith so you can put these in your toolkit, your toolbox. One synonym for, synonym for faith is trust or confidence. That can be trust in God, trust in someone else, confidence in someone else, confidence in something. Another synonym is strong belief, a strongly held belief. A team, for example, that I spoke to, our University of Puget Sound loggers, 1985, as a team, they had a strongly held belief in that fourth quarter. Even though the scoreboard was against us, they had a strongly held, in other words, more than one held that belief. One person didn't win that game by scoring four times in the last eight minutes. No, the team had a strongly held belief. Does your family, for example, does your company that you may own or your colleagues that you work with, do you have a strongly held belief? If you do, we would say you have a strong faith factor. So words like trust, belief, confidence, optimism, hope. Hope's a great word. And I never knew of anyone who overcame anything unless they had a strong hope factor. They had a hope in what was to come. So all of those are words that describe, help us better understand this whole concept of following faith. When you're following faith, you're following trust, you're following confidence, you're following a strongly held belief, you're following hope. So, overcoming fear with faith. Now, we speak to illustrations of people with incredible faith. Uh, your faith in God, if you're a believer, you know the story. And even if you're not a believer, you might very well know the story of David and Goliath. David, a teenage boy, Goliath, the champion of all the Philistines, the revered one, the mighty one, the strong one, the undefeated one, that was Goliath. David, on the other hand, young, not nearly as experienced, not nearly as strong, could have been filled with doubt. But David chose faith, and he chose his weapons to be the same weapons, so to speak, that he was used to using, that being stones and a slingshot. He chose his tools, so to speak. He chose his weapon. But most importantly, David chose faith. He went out to meet the mighty Philistine not with his slingshot and his stones. Yes, they were there. But the most important thing that David took with him into battle against Goliath was faith. So choosing faith is so, so important. So in times of declining spiritual culture, which I would argue we are in in the United States of America, the fabric so to speak, of America, I would say, 
is in decline when it comes to faith factor. But I would encourage you to choose faith and follow faith. Get yourself around others that exude faith that you know are people of faith. Why? Because you'll become a stronger person of faith by being with the right people. Here's a powerful line. If you don't quit, and so much of faith is not quitting. If you don't quit, God won't quit. If you don't quit, God won't quit. Last time I checked, God's on my side. And God, God does not quit. So remain faithful in the difficult times. And again, let me repeat, trials and tribulations will come. The difficult times will come. No one's got the paved road downhill with sunshine all the time. In difficult times, follow what? Follow faith. Surround yourself with people of faith. Listen to people of faith. Learn from people of faith. And today, as we focus on faith, the first chapter of my book, Winning Words, I decided that faith should be in that first chapter of the book. I could have put leadership in that first chapter. I could have put perseverance. I could have put motivation. I could have put teamwork. I could have put character. But I chose to put faith first. In difficult times, follow faith. In declining times, when things are going poorly, things are going down, or things are challenging, follow faith. Here's some of my favorite sayings relative to faith and the role of faith. Proverbs 27, 17. Ken Rucker, who was an assistant football coach at the University of Texas for a long time, sent me this for my book. And here's what it is. Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. The key is to find the one man who can sharpen you. Get yourself around someone that can help you become better, help you become stronger, help you become more faithful. Here's another great expression from Norman Vincent Peale, who was a renowned uh, man who spoke life into generations. Norman Vincent Peale, here's what he said. This is so powerful. I wish I could put this on a shirt. In fact, I might. Here's what he said. Think big, pray big, believe big, and you'll be big. Think big, pray big, believe big, and you'll be big. And if you think about thinking big, praying big, believing big, what, are, what is thinking, praying, and believing it's about? It's about faith. In difficult times, follow faith. So much of what we and who we are is a function of our own self-talk. Dave Nelson, who is the highly successful football coach at Minnetonka High School in suburban Minneapolis, has had a great football program there for years. 
and he's the son of one of Minnesota's most successful uh, high school coaches, Stan Nelson, at Anoka High School. Dave Nelson submitted this comment, this saying to my book, and it speaks to how you and I see things. If you think you can or can't, you're right. If you think you can or can't, you're right. So how you see it and how you think about it, you're going to be right either way. If you believe you can overcome, then you're going to overcome. But if you think you can't overcome, pretty unlikely that you're going to overcome. Dave Nelson, Minnetonka High School. Another one from Skip Hall, who was the, the assistant head coach at the University of Washington under John James. Uh, Don, uh, Skip went on to become the head coach at Boise State University and retired there. Powerful statement from Skip Hall. Hope is the anchor of your soul. Hope is the anchor of your soul. What holds you in place? The anchor. What keeps the boat in place instead of drifting away in a storm or in a wind? It's the anchor. Hope is the anchor of your soul. So today, if you find yourself, or when you do, if not today, I'll flat guarantee you, you will face times of trial and tribulation. But in those difficult times, and in times of declining faith culture, I exhort you to follow faith. Find faith. Stay with faith. Surround yourself with people of faith. In difficult times, follow faith. I hope this has been helpful for you today. And if you can, Please pass this on to someone else that you know is struggling. Increase your faith factor. Overcome fear. Overcome trials and tribulations. Why? Because you are a person of faith. Your faith will get, see you through it. Faith above fear in difficult times. Follow faith. Thanks again for being with us on this Another session of Winnie Words where we speak life. My goal, Ross Chelsea, is to speak life into you, help you believe that you can, you will, you did it. Way to go. Enjoy the rest of your day. Pass this on to someone that needs this word today. Be a person of faith. God's very best to you.